backstage passes, and zero to 60 in a super stretch limo? Yeah, that's just how we roll. You're listening to the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie, Gina, and Brandy. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 728, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that face between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, we'd be glad to help. Just text us. We have Gina, Brandy, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544, or email us at yourstorytravel.com, and we'd be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So this first story was originally shared on Reddit, and I'm telling you, the crazy is full force, I think. I mean, I'm sure there's other crazy that goes on in other places, but of course, this is what we're reporting on. So we're going to, of course, going to hear about it. Oh, I think I saw this on TikTok. Um, Well, I think it's funny because every week my brother tries to, I think that's his way of keeping in contact with me is send me goofy Disney stories if he finds any. And this was one of the ones he sent. And I said, I actually saw this one. And he's like, oh, sorry, just trying to help. And I'm like, oh, no, it's totally fine. I was in the middle of researching and I found this one. So young man, Disneyland Paris, gets permission to use the stage to ask his future uh, fiance, so his girlfriend, to marry him. Fast forward, so they're on the stage. He's on his knee. He's got the ring in his hand. The cast member runs up, pulls the ring out of his hand, and runs off the stage and, like, motions for them to get off the stage. And then he's like telling them, it'll be better over here. It'll be better over here, da 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 da. In the meantime, all the people that are on looking are booing this man and like, what the heck is going on? Well, then they found out that he did have permission, but at that point, the engagement was already ruined. And when they interviewed a Disney spokesperson, they said, we regret how this was handled and we have apologized to the couple involved and offered to make it right. Something can make it right. Are you going to let them have their wedding for free at Disneyland Paris? Something. Or their honeymoon or whatever. But I was like, oh my Lana, what do you guys think about this? Because I thought it was absolutely crazy. I had to read the story twice. I was like, what? I saw it on TikTok and I thought it was staged. Oh, okay. At first. And then I started seeing the articles come out on like Facebook and stuff. I'm like, oh, that makes sense now because I did I thought it was staged the cast member was doing that on purpose because you know on TikTok sometimes you don't know right well all of this just sounds fishy to me like I didn't think that that was oh like he got special permission to use the stage like I didn't think they would allow special permission to use the stage no matter what it's for like so that part kind of gets me like how did he get special permission and then why would a cast member randomly just think oh in the middle of the proposal, I think I'm going to go and rip the ring away and tell them it's going to look better over here. Like, what What goes through your mind to make you do that? Like, did you guys see the video? I didn't see the video, 
they're there on the stage and he, you know the guy's down on his knees and he's got the ring box up and all of a sudden you see this cast member jump like through them grab the ring box and then go down the stairs like it was like snatch and grab type and it also it their stage it didn't look as glorious as the one at disney world does that make any sense like it didn't look like it was in the middle of the stage where it didn't look like a regular stage i felt like yeah it felt like more of a sideshow kind of stage or like a platform or something but i mean who knows who told him he could do it right well maybe that's why they let him do it because it's not like a center stage like what we're thinking of where they have like the opening ceremony and all that kind of stuff that we're used to seeing if it was just a smaller thing and he just wanted a good angle for pictures right i think there was a um communication fallout if that's truly the case well i mean (laughs) easily somebody could have told him and that guy could have been on break but even still is that how he would have handled it you think he would have went up and meant hey hey you got to get off there not ripped the ring out of his hand. I think I would have just let it play out. I mean, I, you know, unless my supervisor told me to go make it stop, I don't think I would have took it upon myself to interrupt it. Well, I mean, just the way that the cast member jumped and snatched the ring, that's why I thought it was staged. Right. Because it just looked like it was theatrical, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like like Vicky said, I sure do hope they get a free wedding at Disney. Free something. <laughs> and I think that would make up for it. Yeah. Um, Speaking of stages, I've got another fun stage story. On Saturday evening during Fantasmic at Disneyland, Mickey stole the show, but it's not quite the way that we're all thinking when you say somebody stole the show. Poor Mickey was taking the stage right before the pyrotechnic part when all of a sudden he lost his footing. Some people think that maybe there was like some water or something on the stage and he slipped and he fell. Um, Luckily, he must not have been hurt because he jumped right up and was able to get off before the fireworks started shooting off. Um, And so, man, I mean, how embarrassing would that be? Poor Mickey. It's like when he puts his fingers up and then it looks like the fireworks are coming out of there. Who knows where they're coming from? But like, you need to watch the video just because whoever's in that costume needs to be rewarded for how quickly he got off that ground and back up in time to get that the firework out. <sighs> I bet they practiced that. He probably was a little bit sore, but like, hey, I have to. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was interesting, for sure. Never a dull moment. So far, I've never seen a slip up like that, so. Oh, did you ever see the video of when Dopey falls from the first, uh, the top floor of the Phantasmic boat? Oh, no. no. Oh. <laughs> it was right after we were there. They had to add another um, bar because I guess the ground, the the top was wet and he just slipped and went right through and down onto this next level. Well, and those things are certainly top heavy too. Right. So I, I would say gravity would not be in your favor. Also, you don't have like the that. best visibility. Right. No. <laughs> that too. Well, let's move on to... Um, some shopping in a new shop disney listing for orange bird figure disney referred to the current event at epcot as the international food and garden festival we know that epcot has a rotating roster of seasonal activities with similar naming patterns so whoever was writing this seems to have got confused and combined them with the current festival which is international flower and garden which is what's combined it with what is next and which is the international food and wine festival that's an oops i can't believe that made it to the internet i always wonder how stuff like that makes it online like 
I don't think editing is such a thing in the internet anymore. I really don't. Like, I feel like it used to be a bigger deal. I mean, I wouldn't really mind to combine those two festivals. Like, if they want to leave up all the, like, topiaries while they put out all the food and wine at the festival booth, like, I'm good with it. They just like, need I don't to mind. keep all the food and wine festival booths out, period. Yeah, right. <laughs> really. Continuous. Mm-hmm. They're wanting to make money. I think they could keep them out all year long and just trade them out. Like, they... Because this festival... Switch up the menus and stuff. Yeah, this festival, they've been doing that at several of the booths. Yeah. They had a menu for like four to five weeks and then the menu would change. They would keep mm. a couple things, but then they would change some things. Yeah. So I think, you know, they're always wanting to make money. I think that's one way to do it. I agree. Okay, so some exciting news. Goofy is celebrating a 90th birthday. How exciting is that? Um, in celebration of his big day, the Goofy stuffed animal um, that they have out is wearing his uh, the outfit with the orange hat and the vest, you know, that we all know That was his very love. first outfit. Yep. yep, his very first one. Uh, even though he was introduced in 1932, the cartoon, cartoons were still in black and white then. A logo for 90 years of Goofy is patched onto the bottom of his shoe. Um, Goofy is wearing a long sleeve shirt and blue corduroy's pants. And there is also 90th Goofy pins. The pin features him flexing his arms in a caveman outfit in the nine and selling ice cream out of a box in the zero. The pin is a limited edition, meaning that only 4,750 were made. It was super cute, but I don't think we're going to get a pin. I was like, by the time we report this, they'll all be sold out. Yep. But you can always, I'm sure, stuff go on eBay, right? <laughs> oh, right. And then they're going to sell them for way more. Yeah, I think they were only $19.99. Goofy was my dad's favorite character. So this week, Disney announced that a guest favorite restaurant at the Polynesian Resort was going to close for refurbishment starting on August 15th. You guys can all imagine what resort I was afraid it was going to be. And that is Ohana after it mm-hmm. took forever for it to reopen. Right. However, it's not Ohana. It is Kona Cafe, um, home of the famous stuffed French toast, which Gina is, I think, the only one of us that's had it, right? It's amazing. I loved it. It has bananas in there. No, it's gross. Okay, but I like bananas. (laughs) (laughs) I still say that they should have bananas or strawberries as a choice. Yes. Well, they do have this strawberry compote that you dip it in. Not the same. (laughs) I bet Kaylee still wants to go there. But anyway, the good news is, it, even though the restaurant for sit-downs will be closed, they are going to still mobile order for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um, a select menu. And I imagine, I don't know for sure, don't quote me, but I imagine since that's such a big seller, it will be one of the items that you can mobile order. What um, if the macadamia and nut pancakes will be in there? Those are good too. Yeah. Mm. So they didn't announce how extensive this refurbishment will be or how, what the length of it's going to be, but we know that there's a huge expansion coming to the resort with... Um, you know, they announced the closures of the luau that they used to have that was so good. Um, but since they said that, I'm kind of wondering if Trader Sam's is going to be next. Well, I just hope it doesn't matter that, and I hope they're all back open when we're there in October. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I just mean, I'm afraid if they're doing one at a time, Trader Sam's could be the one why we're not there and that would stink. I know. I just want to know, when are they going to get it back open, Ohana back open with the characters? 
I don't know. They haven't even talked about it. I know. Like, it's like they just pretended that it never was a character restaurant to begin with. And it's driving me nuts. They need more character restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's very few. I am kind of surprised, though, stuff because the price is decreased because of it. Because the, the characters aren't there. Maybe it's because there's still a staffing shortage and they just can't get these people to be characters yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's possible, I guess. I don't know. I just, I want it back and I keep waiting and it has been far too long for me to have waited (laughs) and it's still not back and I'm kind of losing hope, especially because they're not talking about it. Right. If they could just tell me, we hope by next year or by next fall or like, just, just let me know. I don't think it needs to be that long. Well, right. I mean, I would love for them to say by next week, but... Well, you know, that's not happening. So by the time Stephanie arrives with right. Teddy, it will be open. <laughs> that's in one month. <laughs> so hurry Get busy, up. Disney. Right. Um, so this week, Brad's favorite ride, which is the People Mover in Tomorrowland, it was unexpectedly closed. Does this surprise you guys? No. <laughs> it's it was doing good for a little while. It did. It had a streak, but it has before then had lots and lots of issues. So apparently cast member told a guest that the ride was having technical difficulties. So it would more than likely be closed for the remainder of the day. Um, it kind of has had technical difficulties for like months and months. Um, cast member said that if you want a good chance to write it, then maybe go ahead and put it on your list to write first thing in the morning because you never know what the rest of the day will bring. Interestingly enough, vlogger Kyle Paolo was writing The People Mover when he got to the part where you go through Space Mountain, um, like that building, and all the lights were actually on. It's normally really dark in there and everything was lit up. And then you could see the metal mess that's called Space Mountain. Makes people wonder if maybe The People Mover and Space Mountain, if those issues are connected in some way. Who knows? What do you guys think? I saw that video, Kyle's video. Have you ever seen that? I can't think, for the life of me, could not think of what that was called. A raptor set, now I know. That is literally what that looks like. <laughs> like uh, um, the Sandlot? Like that little thing they they put down with the dog? Like that? I mean, I've never watched the whole scene. What? No. Shaky? Shaky. What? You're killing me. I don't really like You're killing movie. me, Smalls. <laughs> Come on. That's the part of the movie that I like. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> Okay, new homework assignment. Vicki, you have to watch that. Now I'm into Stranger Things. I got to get done with that. Oh my gosh, I cannot get into the third season. It's the fourth season or the third season? This is the fourth season. Third. I cannot get into the The third. That's the best one. I was going to say. I can't get into it for some reason. I was okay Uh, with one and two. No, you can do it. I don't think the third was the best. I like all of them. I feel like I'm going back in time because Kaylee's like, is this like. Do you think it's relevant? Like, does this look like when you went to school? I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, even even though I was little, I I remember. I remember the paint spatter on freaking everything. Yeah. I will not. I mean, Abby did look at me a couple times when we first started watching it, and she was just like, "Is that really like what the mall was? And is that really?" And like, yes. Yeah, and the one. hairstyles and the clothes, I mean, it's totally accurate. The sad thing is, is some of those clothes are coming back in stock right now. Stephanie has a team member that should have been born in that era. <laughs> I love her, but she seriously was locked in the 80s. 
I saw um, like a vintage, and they didn't call it vintage, but it was like a Disney outfit. It was on, you know, how stuff comes up on Facebook because your likes and you know, who, who would know that the Disney stuff would pop on my Facebook from people I don't know. <laughs> and that outfit was straight up like, so it was a pair of white Converse with like Mickey like painted on it. And it was a pair of denim shorts with the little Mickey heads like embroidered on them in random spots. A t-shirt that looked like like a VHS cover and like the big earrings and a big scrunchie and I'm like oh my god like that is straight up like yeah I was like I'm pretty sure I had those shorts like oh my gosh they probably want like $300 for that outfit and I'm just like that was a Walmart special (laughs) oh my gosh oh geez well let's let's get back to um our present time and day and talk right. about showtime changes at the Magic Kingdom. So beginning August 8th, Enchantment will actually begin at 9 p.m. instead of the 9.20 p.m. slot currently showing. This past Sunday, June 5th, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair showtimes will move to 12.50, 2 p.m., 4 p.m., 5.35, and 7. The Damper Dan's also had some time changes that began this past Sunday. Their showtimes will now be at 9.05, 9.55, 10.35, a.m., then at 12.50 p.m., 1.50 p.m., and 3.40 p.m. The changes are in the last two showtimes. Mickey's Celebration Cavalcade times will now be 10.45 a.m., 1.30 p.m., 4.30 p.m., and 6.10 p.m. Last but not least, the Festival of Fantasy Parade will be changing their times on June 7th and 13th to 1 and 4 p.m. Disney Showtime and Parade can change suddenly, so always check out the daily schedules. I do think it's funny now because they used to always make that joke of like people actually ask us what time the three o'clock parade is and I'm like but you know what that's not a dumb question anymore because they move stuff constantly oh yes they do (laughs) and you never know it's so important to know how to use the app so you can see this stuff so you don't have to try and remember it because like when you're spouting off just a bunch of random times well all of the parades have their their time like every everything the cavalcades when the princesses are out like it's all got its own time it's hard to keep it to keep it straight one of the things that i thought was interesting was that they changed mickey's magical friendship fair one of the shows to 12:50, and that's also when the dapper dance and those are usually in a in the same, same location kind of area. yeah Oh, I didn't realize that came all the way up Main Street where the Dapper Dan's usually sing. Because they're usually closer to Main Street, like the shops and stuff, right? But there could be people trying to hear Mickey's Magical Friendship oh, there. Do you know what right. I'm saying? So I, I thought that was weird that they did that. But what yeah. do I know? I don't work for Disney. They might change it after a while if they notice that that's happening, you know? Right. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Here they start both the shows and they're looking at each other like, what are you doing, dude? It's my turn. No, it's mine. It's on my schedule. You're in the wrong key. We need to be in the same key if we're going to be working at the same time. (laughs) So let's get on to some more technical difficulties. Uh, There has been a huge influx of ride evacuations lately. Um, This time it was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway this week. Uh, the ride stopped in the under the sea room. The cast members helped the guests from the ride and walked them back through the front part of the ride with the lights on. As they walked through each room, they noticed that the walls were curved and the animations were off. It gave a completely different vibe of the ride. And the cast members told the guests that one of the cars had stopped 
And in order for them to reset it, they had to unload all of the cars. Everyone that was evacuated was given a lightning lane pass for later in the day once the ride was back up. Hmm. I think it would be kind of cool, though, to walk through a ride. Maybe not a scary ride, but that ride, I think it would be kind of cool to see. Oh, yeah. Uh, Amanda did text me this morning. She's there today. And uh, Yes, I know. They, she got uh, Rise of the Resistance this morning. She sent me a picture of maple popcorn and told me that her husband liked it. And she also, so if you're listening, Amanda, hi. Um, and also she found a daisy pin and I told her I was very happy for her because I just remember I never noticed that. And now I notice it all the time because she said that they don't, they have something against daisy. They just don't, and they have it. So anytime I see daisy, I send her a picture of it. Or if I think about her because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's daisy. I'm so glad you guys have become friends. Yeah, it, it was fun. It was lots of, it's lots of fun to have friends all over. It is. So the Monte Cristo, which is not something that I've ever partaken of, which I think I might want to try, is actually a fan favorite from Disneyland. And that's where I've heard people talk about it. But apparently, I don't know if you guys knew, but the plaza on Main Street at Disney World had brought this delicious sandwich there for the 50th anniversary special. And if you don't know what a Monte Cristo is, it's a deep fried funnel cake batter sandwich with bacon, roasted turkey and provolone, sprinkled with iridescent and powdered sugar and served with a side of strawberry jam to dip it in. Apparently there's a turkey shortage right now, which I've heard of a lot of shortages, but that was not one of them. (laughs) And so because of that, the Monte Cristo is currently unavailable at the plaza. So if you were going to go there and get one because you had heard that it was there, I'm sorry to inform you that it's not now, but if we hear that it, the turkey shortage gets better, uh, we will let you know if they bring it back. What a letdown. Like, hey, it's here. Just kidding. It's not. <laughs> that would be not one thing that I would try because you know how I am about my food mixing. Yes. And that just sounds bad. <laughs> my clients that are in Disneyland right now, it's um, a mom and daughter trip. And the mom, this was like, she wanted to go to Blue Bayou because they usually serve the Monte Cristo at Blue Bayou. And right before when I was going to make her reservations, I read an article and it's on the website and everything telling me that Blue Bayou was going to be closed during their visit. So I had oh, to no. tell her that and she was absolutely crushed. But then I told her, you can get the Monte Cristo sandwich at the plaza. Oh, and no. at, and it was suppo- not the 50th anniversary one where they did the iridescent stuff on it, but like the original one, it was also offered at um, one of the New Orleans Square restaurants. I can't remember the name of it. It was supposed to be there too. So I was like, try that one. You know, I sent her a message and, um, but then, then I got another notification I was looking at Disney parks and apparently um, Blue Bayou is reopened for like out, outdoor dining and I can't make a reservation for it for them but they can try walk up walk so they're gonna try that on their on their um, Disneyland park day but well, that's oh, I didn't good. know there was a turkey shortage so I'm not <laughs> sorry if you're listening Sue I hope that you find your sandwich Maybe they're just short on turkeys because they got eaten by alligators in, in Florida. Right. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I mean, here in the Midwest, I haven't had any problem getting like turkey from like the butcher shop for the grocery or anything. Yeah, I don't know everybody else has had any trouble getting like if you buy cold cuts a lot, but I haven't had any troubles. So I don't know. I haven't bought turkey recently. No turkey shortages in the Midwest. Come to the Midwest to get your turkey. <laughs> <laughs> So this week, the stickers on the windows of the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique that said, sorry, we're closed, they were removed. Yay. I know. Now, I mean, don't get too excited um, because it 
it's not open yet, but the windows and the doors, they're still covered. Uh, it just could be a sign that it's heading the right direction. The internal casting for the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique started in March and the Royal Portrait Studio across the courtyard opened in April. Disney, of course, hasn't announced any sort of date yet or we would have told you, um, but we know it is supposed to reopen this summer. So the removal of those stickers may be a sign that it could be opening very soon. And we most definitely hope that's true. So Disney can again grant wishes for princesses and princes that visit the Magic Kingdom. Now, having said that, I do kind of love the idea of all of the furloughed cast members who have been doing, um, like coming to your your rooms and doing your makeup and your makeovers there as well. Um, I think that's a really cool thing and all the money goes to those cast members instead of them getting paid a much less hourly rate. <laughs> um, but it is also a really neat thing to be able to go into the boutique and get your pictures done there. Like it's just a different kind of feel too. So there's options folks, there's options. I do think that, I think we talked about this on another episode. I think that they may have a hard time getting some cast because they get far more of the money doing it themselves than they do yep. from Disney. Because they get an hourly wage from Disney where they could charge $50 and have the whole amount for themselves or however much they charge. I don't, I don't even know I how much they, they charge. I think they charge more than that. And it, but, um, but yeah, they get all of that. So I do think that they're going to have a very difficult time getting them back. You are right. I think they have more creative leeway too, doing it on their own. Because from what I see from some of the groups that I follow on there, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, Bibbidi Bobby, Bibbidi Bobby is a great experience to have. But they have the standard, like every girl gets her hair put in the standard bun yes, with the standard the little batch. tiara, yeah, and you, the little thing. Whereas the pictures I see, these people put like color and extensions in their hair, and Bounding they can get beauty. Do you follow yes, her? Gosh, yes, she's that's so what good. I just saw one she did today where she had one little girl wanted to look like Cruella Deville, and the other one wanted to look like Bambi. Oh wow! Oh. And it is it is crazy. Like it's almost like cosplay. Like it, it it looks so good, and I'm like, that's just so cool because I mean, like, yeah, lots of people want to be a princess, but. I mean, maybe you're like me and you have a black heart and you want to look like Maleficent when you walk <laughs> around the park and, and you want purple and green eye makeup and, you know, you want to scare people and stuff like that could be fun for people that want to like, like, you know, Bambi or like if you like that, if you like a sidekick character and you don't want to just look like a princess. So I think that's a cool idea. And I'm sure that Bibbidi Bobbidi was designed for like productivity, like everybody gets the same style, everybody gets the glitter, you know, it's the whole Oh, that is cute. I'm looking at her picture now that she posted. Isn't that adorable with the, yes, with the Bambi one. I love the Bambi one so much. Oh, Kaylee made herself look like that for Halloween one year. What is the name of that one again? Because I want to look at it later. Bounding, Bounding Beauty. Beauty. Bounding Beauty. Okay. Yes. I'll look at that later. That'll be good. Yeah, she does. She does good stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I am excited. I do want to at least give Lucy the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique experience once, and then I might go to next time do bounding beauty um but that means disney you got one month okay and then together disney (laughs) she would she would love it if miss black because kaylee was in there when we did it so she knows how to do it because she did my niece's hair after that after we went so she could totally do well she can make it look better even because again kaylee can do a bunch of different hairdos she just did that for prom kaylee did mine while we were in disney every day 
But you'll have you'll have to tell her I learned how to do it on my own now. Yay, that's good though. But um, yeah, I would. She would think that was really cool. Kaylee would love to do that for her. Okay, Steph, if you do get it, if you do get to get it done, if they open it in time, you have to send pictures to us. Will do. Most definitely will. Because <laughs> you'll look so cute. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk about Epcot some more. It doesn't seem possible, but Epcot's International Food and Wine Festival is not far away. This week, the first marketplace boost for 2022 started arriving in the World Showcase. Between the Italy and Germany pavilions, there is a stone, ivy-covered building that will be the Spain Marketplace. Near the China Pavilion is a white building with a rounded roof and a red tile design, which will be the India Marketplace. This festival begins on July 14th, but not all booths will be open at the beginning. Some will not open until August 15th. But that means they'll all be open when we're there. (laughs) Yes, they will be. (laughs) First time doing the um, food and wine, so. It's awesome. It'll be my first time without kids. Oh, Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I didn't get to sample as much as I'd like to the last time. I definitely want to do one of the scavenger hunt things and get some kind of prize at the end. I've seen all the pictures from Flower and Garden where you get the fun little wine glass with like the etching and the Dole Whip in it. Let's do it. I want something like that. I hope there's something like that over there because I want want it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I got some more exciting news about another show that is coming back. So get ready, Ocean Explorers. We have been anticipating when Animal Kingdom would open the Finding Nemo, the Big Blue, and beyond. Of course, this is a reduced show that is replacing Finding Nemo, the musical. But this week, Disney told us that it will debut on Monday, June 13th. The show has a large LED screen that will be used as part of the set in combination with physical pieces. It will be performed in the theater in the wild at Animal Kingdom. Guests will catch up with a group of fish from Dr. P. Sherman's office in Finding Nemo, who have made their way across the ocean to the Marine Life Institute. The fish tell Nemo's story in this fully updated show, and it incorporates live performers and puppets, along with many of the beloved songs and production numbers from the original Finding Nemo the Musical. The previous show was 40 minutes, but this new version will be 25 minutes. Um, When this show reopens, it will be part of the Genie Plus system. And I think we actually talked about how it was going to be reduced, and you guys had good reasoning why. I like that it's reduced. I do. Especially for kids, 40 minutes is a long time. I wasn't thinking of it from that perspective. I was thinking of it from Vicky's selfish perspective of how I just liked being (laughs) engulfed in it. Um, right. But I wasn't thinking of it from having small children because my kids were never small when we were there. I mean, nine is small, but not like three. So that makes total sense. No bathrooms there. You guys gave some good reasoning behind that. So I'll just have to watch it twice so I can get 50 minutes. Right. <laughs> can I just stay in the theater <laughs> for the next show? It just cracks me up the amount of time that they give, like when they release things and they're like, and opening next week, like they don't, they don't give you time to like build it up. It's opening in a month and a half from now. And like, we get to count down for that long. They just throw it out there like, and it's going to be on the 13th. Okay. That's uh, <laughs> that's a week from now. Right. Heads up. So we've all been guessing and wondering when they were going to turn Splash Mountain into the Princess and the Frog. And I know that especially Stephanie has really been looking forward to this. 
This week they announced that they are going to be, they didn't tell when they're closing the ride still, but that this new ride should be open the summer of 2024. So I would say my guess is they're going to have to be closing Slash Mountain by the end of summer this year so that, so that they have time to get that redone. Because it doesn't, like some things are really quick. Um, somebody made a good point on one of the vlogs I was watching the other day that the time they've taken to build Tron is almost as long as the entire Magic Kingdom when it first opened. And I never oh even realized that. Oh my goodness. Wow. wow. So, um, and I don't know if it's because you have to do so many like, get all those, what are those called? When they put in those requests and get approval. And Permit. Permits. Yeah, all the permits <laughs> that they had. I couldn't think of what it was called. Jinx. Uh, I don't know if um, that's what's what takes so long now or what, but. That's crazy to think that they built the whole beginning of Magic Kingdom in the time that it's taken them to do one ride. Wow. But anyway, we'll give you more information as we receive it. But I knew Steph would be happy because she keeps saying, when are we going to make this new ride? I'm interested to see. Very happy. But I mean, that just seems like so far away. Like it's just. It's going to be here in a hot minute. I'm afraid to tell you. That is two years from now. I was just, like, just think uh, we're getting ready to be able to book 2023 packages here in a couple days two days yeah. yeah yeah my oldest child just turned 25 stephanie i'm here to tell you it goes fast very quickly oh boy well last week we reported that the lightning lane sign had been removed from the adventures outpost at animal kingdom and that left us wondering what the sign removal meant would minnie and mickey return in their jungle garb to greet disney guests well, this week, Disney announced that Mickey and Minnie are going to return on Sunday, June 19th. Once again, giving us very little head, uh, leeway on when it's going to return. Um, but the question is, if Minnie and Mickey are back and returning, where will we be able to visit them? Are they going to go to that adventure outpost or will Disney put them in a new location? Guess we'll wait and see. I personally think they're going back to the Adventure Outpost. What do you guys think? I think it only makes sense. Mm -hmm. But everybody was speculating this week on vlogs specifically saying that that area was never big enough for meet and greets. Like it caused a lot of congestion. I don't remember seeing the congestion. Again, I didn't wait for them there. I remember when they were at Camp Minnie and Mickey before they did Pandora. Do you know what I mean? Like oh. the area that was prior to Pandora. I didn't visit prior to Pandora, so I can't speak to that. I'm trying to picture it in my head, but I do remember, I felt like I could see that from where they have like the parade with Chip and Dale because there is somewhere video footage of me dancing with my child, very sweatily like in Animal Kingdom with Chip and Dale and <laughs> very sweatily like dressed up like dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> and I feel like that area like you could like look across the way and see adventure outpost from where it was and that was by i can't even picture it because i was so hot and tired it is kind of narrow there if i think about it yeah but i mean that that's why they got rid of the jungle jam and parade which i don't think any of you ever saw it was mm -hmm. amazing and i loved it but they said it was too narrow mm, that area well because there's so much water and they have the buildings and they have to rope it all off to keep you so far away from all the animal enclosures and I thought it was perfectly fine. It really didn't feel any crowded, more crowded to me than it does on Main Street. <laughs> right. Yeah. What do I I'm know? just glad it's coming back because 
it is one of the few places where you can see Mickey and Minnie together. together. Not like one and then the next, like you get a picture with both of them and that's special. That's true. Very true. Well, over a week after closing, because of a smoking vehicle, Radiator Springs Racers has reopened in Cars Land at Disney California Adventure. Since Tuesday, May 24th, Radiator Springs Racer has been closed. On that day, a witness spotted smoke coming from one of the cars. Cast members quickly began evacuating the cars to ensure no one was injured. No word on what caused the smoke, but the ride is back up and running. That's never a good sign. I mean, smoke from any car. an engine. That's what that right. means. I was like, yeah, I'm like, well, I know what it means when it's a regular car, but I don't know what's in those in those cars on the ride. But if it's a if that's all electrical, what is smoking in there? That's what I want to know. If it's electrical <laughs> something, melt, something melted. Something got too hot in there. Uh-huh. Okay, so I have some news for Star Wars fans. The trailer for second season was released during Star Wars Celebration last weekend. The Bad Batch follows Clone Force 99, a group of clones with genetic mutations, immediately after Order 66. D. Bradley Baker voices most of the clones, while... While Michelle Ang voices the one female clone, Omega, we know our Star Wars listeners will be totally excited. Sarah <laughs> and Brandy and Brandy. Now I, I don't get me here, but I haven't even had time to watch Obi Wan Kenobi yet, so I haven't even gotten into the, this whole thing. But I'm sure that other people with more time on their hands and less children than I have had time <laughs> to <laughs> watch all the things. I'm, I'm like I told Dennis I was like we have to watch Obi-Wan Kenobi while Mandalorian is not on TV and he was like I know I, I put it in our queue I, I set it up and I'm like yeah we fell asleep while trying to watch TV the other night like literally falling asleep 9 9.15 and I shut my eyes and then I woke up and it was 11.30 and I had a big crick in my neck from the way I was laying I'm like oh. it happens I'd like to tell you it gets easier but it doesn't you still fall asleep <laughs> Especially the last week of school. Holy smokes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't envy you guys that. Whew. Well, I didn't leave school until um, after eight o'clock on the last day because I didn't want to come back on Friday. But I mean, once I started packing, then I decided I wanted to do it the right way and not have to pay for it when I come back. So um, it was a quiet building. Nobody was in there bothering me. And it was nice. I just put on some Disney music and packed my room there the you way go. I wanted to. Well, the crazy continues at Disney. I know we're all shocked this one came out today, but it happened on May 25th. Apparently, a guest stuck their bare foot out of the ride vehicle on Splash Mountain into their river, which I didn't know that's what they called it, um, while it was moving. Big shocker. Even though at the same time, there's a cast member coming over the speaker reminding them, keep your hands, legs, feet, arms, feet inside the ride. Otherwise, you could be injured or permanently removed from the park. Still, somebody thought this was a good idea. So they stuck their foot out to touch the water then to make matters worse they posted themselves on tiktok with a dog barking sound in the background which i have no idea why those are connected and unless their dogs were barking haha their feet yeah and, that's probably what it was oh my gosh um i don't know uh if these daring people realize that they could lose their arms or legs but i mean disney's not saying this for no reason do you also know that there's a possibility you're you could get drug under a riding vehicle or your foot could get crushed. I, I, I do not understand 
what people are thinking. So in school, we wonder why we have to go over the rules and expectations every day. Because adults. Right. These rules are put in place to keep you safe. The same thing I tell kids when they want to jump from the top, you know, from the landing down 10 stairs. I watched a child break two legs by doing that. So I'm asking you, I don't want to see that again. There's a Uh. reason for a rule. Yeah, it's been a lot of years, but it was right before summer. And I said, don't do, and it was too late. And he jumped. Had to wear casts all summer. Yep. And that's what I always tell my students. I'm like, I'm not saying this to be mean. I saw a student break the two legs in the bottom of his bone, in the bottom of his leg. You don't want to see that on yourself or anybody else. I also try to paint a big picture about a big needle that they have to give you a shot, you know, anything to make them not jump down the (laughs) stairs. But there are rules for a reason. And I think that people are just willing to do stupid stuff for five minutes of fame. And I don't get it. Is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't realize what you're ruining everyone else's day when you do that, because they could stop the ride and everybody has to get off who has wanted to ride Splash Mountain all day and they were hot and they wanted to cool off and get splashed. And I mean, I know they probably circulate and like chlorinate that water and stuff, but like, why would you want to put like your body in there? Like, I mean, well, I'm sorry, but that water stinks. Have you you ever, ever smelled somebody that got off? It's the combination of like the Florida like water mixed with like a little bit of chlorination. But think about all the stuff that people actually do drop like on accident in there. Right. Or you know somebody's peed in that water. I'm sorry. You know somebody's been dared to pee in that water. <laughs> I mean, just think about all the crazy things people do. I'm sure they did. Yeah, Gross. I mean, it's just not worth I mean, you really can like a limb or drown and die and no one thinks about that. They just want their TikTok video. Yeah. That's all. I'm seriously, and and Kaylee and Brad all the time are saying that social media is going to be the death of this country because forces you to do really dumb things. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. We didn't have that before. Aye, aye, aye. And that's what, when we've been watching Stranger Things, that's what we've been talking about. How different that movie would be, or that series would be, if they had social media, not walkie talkies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was one of the things Abby and I talked about with it because she actually said why they are allowed to ride their bikes at night and how how their parents not know whose house they're at. Like she couldn't get, I'm like, because it was the 80s. Yeah, it was safe. We didn't have to worry as much. I said, especially in that town, they were in like a podunk, like farm town in Indiana. And everybody knows everybody. Yeah. yeah. I was like, they knew where their kids were, all that, you know, you found your kids by where their bike was. Like that's what you, you know. Well, how many times did I walk down to your house from my grandma's at 10 o'clock at night? You know? Mm-hmm. I felt safer doing that in town than I did out in the woods, actually, just because yeah. um, I was worried about, like, the one when I wrecked my car that time and had to walk back up, like, a mile long. My boyfriend's driveway was half a mile on its own, and the, the road back up the hill, I swear, I felt like I was Snow White in the woods. I was just like, oh, my God, something's going to jump out and get me. Like, I just <laughs> had to make it to somebody's house to knock on the door because it was awful. <laughs> when you live in the backwoods of the midwest or anywhere else and there's not street lights it's scary Mm. you watched a different snow white than i did (laughs) snow white had a very lovely life she sang all the time and she lived with seven little men i don't know what you're talking about but when she got stuck in the woods there in the beginning remember the beginning when she's out there and there's just the eyeballs in the woods everywhere that's what it felt like (laughs) this is true that was kind of a dark which is why they took that dark ride out of Disney World. Yeah. 
we got we we did it again, ladies. We, we just got off track. We're I'm so having sorry. Fun, um, just chatting. Enjoy both. each other's company way too much, right? <laughs> yeah. The Walt Disney Animation Studio has released the teaser trailer and the poster for their next film, Strange World. The tagline on the poster reads, "Journey to a place where nothing is as it appears." The trailer states these words. Travel past space and time to a place of infinity or of infinite mystery. Strange world journeys deep into an uncharted and treacherous land where fantastical creatures await. Um, Strange world will be released in theaters on November 23rd, which I'm assuming is Thanksgiving. Probably. That's like the biggest movie weekend of yes. the year. I know a lot of people that that's their family tradition. They eat Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner and they go to the movies. Yeah. That's what we used to do when I was younger. A lot of people do it. That's, I hated work. I was, I worked at the movie theater when I was um, in high school and everybody had to work Thanksgiving. Cause that's no what people fun. did. I know. Well, Art of Animation is celebrating its 10-year anniversary. In celebration of this anniversary, there's a limited edition pen with Ariel and other Art of Animation characters on it for just $19.99. Ariel is sitting on a rock with her friend Flounder to the side, and on the rock it says 10th anniversary. In the bubbles behind her, there's a sketch of Simba, Lightning McQueen, and Nemo inside of them. 4,000 pens made, so even less than Goofy, so... Who knows if we'll get our hands This on is one. how we celebrate birthdays these days. You get a pin and it's 20 bucks. And you know what? That's my daughter's favorite thing. That's what she asked for for Easter. A pin? Disney pins? Disney pins. Sounds like a plan. So we haven't reported on Moana's journey of water at Epcot in a couple weeks. So that's what I'm going to do now. They have started painting the faux rocks this week. Crews have mostly been constructing the rocks in this area around the concrete structures. Small rock structures have been shaped around the support poles, which most of the rocks are just their mesh base right now. But some of the rocks on the longest structure are starting to look more realistic. Some of the rocks sticking out from under the scaffolding are now a solid gray, while we still do not know what the exact ending date is, but Disney is still saying summer 2022, so that could be beginning of September because it's still summer. <laughs> but we'll definitely keep you posted. But what I've learned is it sounds like it's still a bunch of bu- bunch of rocks. <laughs> but still, that still means it will be open by the time we're there. <laughs> we don't arrive till fall. <laughs> That's how much we have to grasp at straws. Oh my God, look, we got rocks. We got rocks. Something's <laughs> gonna happen. We got rocks. That's funny. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us Gina, Brandy, Stephanie, or me, Vicki, at 636-395-0544 or email us at yourstorytravel.com. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your resort and ticket package reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. Brad and Vicki are going to be breaking down Magic Kingdom so you have a good understanding of the park prior to arriving. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. 
Farewell, foolish mortals. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. Mm-hmm.